All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to our Bible study. We're thankful to God for his goodness, his mercy. Amen. One more time to be in the uh, Bible study this evening. We're grateful to have you join us. I uh, apologize for the slight delay. We uh, I had a uh, trying to get connected to the Facebook side here. but And so we're grateful to have each one. We encourage you to share it, like it, hit the thumbs out up over on YouTube side as well. Do the same. And we uh, encourage you to let your friends know. Come on in. Come on in to the, hear the word of God this wonderful evening. We are, we are grateful again for his word. Uh, the scripture says to what? Study it, to study, to read it, to learn of it. Uh, it's a lamp unto our feet and a, and a light unto our path. It's, it's that food, that nourishment, that strength that we need, no doubt, to uh, uh, grow and be closer to him and be the men and women he would have us to be. And so we'd like to welcome you to our Bible study. And again, we encourage you to uh, uh, subscribe to the channel uh, over on the YouTube side if you have yet to do so. And uh, again, share it out. Share it. Tell your friends and family to come on in for uh, a Bible study this wonderful evening. We, we, this evening, we, uh, we're going to cover Proverbs 31. This being the 31st day of the month uh, on this particular uh, broadcast. And, and so uh, we, what we're doing is building up a catalog of all the Proverbs chapters too. Because many of you know I, I, I have that old cliche of uh, a proverb a day keeps the devil at bay. At bay. So what does that mean? Does it keep him away? No, he's going to still roam and seek who he may devour. But uh, he's able to stay at bay. You know the word of God. You're able to uh, uh, live by the word of God. You're able to abide by the word of God. It will keep the enemy in his place. You can keep him at check. And so uh, uh, we we thank God for uh, the book of Proverbs. I remember I shared with you many times we uh, studied this book and the chapters thereof. Uh, uh, I was referred to as a young man, a young man to read the book of Proverbs and really was got to me to, to read at least one chapter a day. And really a good guy was via the, the, the day of the month. And so today being the 31st, we'll, we'll jump on that. Cause we want to uh, build up this, this, the, all the Proverbs. We have a few out there, a few chapters covered already. And uh, we, we will throughout the year and throughout time, uh, randomly pick the various chapters. And so I believe we've covered this before. We did a small video, I believe about a virtuous, uh, the virtuous woman. This is considered the virtuous woman chapter. And it goes, so for you ladies out there, again, that's the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal. And for men, for men, we can learn as well from the same chapter. Again, uh, a, a wife and a, and a spouse to desire to have, uh, to raise your daughters this way. Uh, again, to raise your granddaughters and grandchildren. And on and on and on. Again, uh, uh, this is a powerful, powerful uh, chapter. Let's read it tonight. Um, uh, Proverbs 31, the Bible says the words of the King Lemia, the prophecy that his mother taught him and really just opening up is, is really the mother pouring out into her son, even though he was king. Again, it seemed unheard of for a woman to uh, really even have a voice, but I uh, really, they do. Moms have a big voice They in the household. Moms, again, uh, again, are the other half of who we are. Half of you is made up of your mother. And so again, uh, you spent many, many uh, months prior to, prior to nine months uh, with her in her womb and, and eating and sharing the same food, sharing the same blood on and on and on. And so uh, again, it, it does not end. That's why the Bible say honor your mothers, honor your mothers and fathers, honor them. And so his mother again was giving him advice. Young people out there today, take heed to, to the advice that they will give, that godly advice that they give. And so it was important. She was giving this young man, this young king, uh, whatever the age may be, young or old. We never get too old to hear from them. And so listen to what it says. The Bible says, what, my son, 
what the son of my womb. He says, what the son of my vows. Again, as you look at this, uh, uh, and really through her, uh, get through her marriage, and uh, and also not only that, but uh, perhaps even vowed a vow. You read sometimes that Samuel's mom uh, vowed a vow, Samson's parents vowed a vow, and many times when when we uh, have dedica dedications to to the Lord for children, uh, various things, various parents ask the kids to be dedicated to the Lord. It's really they don't realize they're vowing a vow to God. They will raise that child. They will raise that child. We see many families asking and seeking for, to dedicate their children to the Lord, but really it's a vow to God. It's a vow to God. You make a vow, say, God, help me raise this son. Help me raise this daughter unto you to live a life pleasing unto you and so that they will grow up to know the Lord. And again, we as parents and uh, some of your grandparents, uncles, aunties, whoever you may be, let us continue to instill, instill good things into our children and to our youth today. Number number three says, give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to the that which de destroyeth kings. <laughs> and so we learn, you can even learn from some of the strongest men we shared with a few weeks ago about uh, Samson. Strong man, strong man physically, but his weakness was women. And really even Solomon himself, uh, a strong, uh, wise man, but the woman, the woman, the woman, woman has power. And so uh, they allowed their flesh to uh, dictate again their their um, their decision making. And so we must, we must. Uh, she's really encouraging her son. Don't get caught up with the, the, the downfall of uh, the weakness of woman, because it, it would destroy his judgment. It would destroy his uh, level headness, believe it or not. And so she was really warning her son. Sometimes you wonder why. Mother's so protective of their sons. Perhaps she was very protective of her son because she said it could be, uh, it, it destroys kings. It destroys kings, it destroys kingdoms because why? They're, they're constantly, and maybe perhaps they were constantly uh, caught up in uh, multiple wives, multiple uh, occasions and multiple things, parties, events, socializing, all over the place. It can weaken the man. And so, and vice versa as well. The Bible says it is not for kings, oh, let me out. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes to strong drink. So she said, women and, and drink. Women and drink would destroy your kingdom, sir. See, he had to keep a level head. And really, it's not even just for a king. It's for every individual life. It will destroy a fast lifestyle, will destroy men and women. Uh, you think about, uh, you can think about stars and, and various people, and not even just stars. The stars are more, more visible. You see the effects because they're in the news or they see, you see someone's life wrecked because of the fast life. And so she was trying to warn him of the fast life. And yet parents continue to continue to uh, instruct our kids, uh, godly parents. We got, we need some godly parents to instruct their children, the, the party and the lifestyle that they were, it would destroy. The enemy don't tell you that the enemy will, uh, society won't tell us that, but she was clearly telling her, it will destroy your life. And so it will get you and you have, you, you'll have kids all over the city. You have kids all over the country, all over the world. You'll have uh, paid child support. Oh, no, 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 no. She was trying to keep her son from getting caught up in, in the mess. The Bible says, least they, they drink, verse five, and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any afflicted. And so again, back to what we're talking about, how they, if, if he constantly was a, a king that ruled uh, uh, and, and was partying all the time, he could not make sound judgment. 
and do the duty that he was called to do. And many times again in our world, again, if people get caught up, uh, get caught up in that fast life, they never, 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 ever able to settle down and make a sound decision. Sound decision, sound lifestyle, get struck a structured life, a structured life where he can live a normal life, a normal life and begin to make sound decisions in life. Um, number six, uh, again, you think about this. Many times, many of the wealthy, the wealthy, well, again, I say, well, but anybody really, you think about their, their children, the, the parents are wealthy and the kids were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. They get the inheritance and all these different things. And uh, sometimes the kids are not as successful as the parent because they, uh, again, are, are making bad decisions. Again, are, are the party life. And, and sadly, many take their lives because, uh, again, of party life. Let's move on. Again, it, it, and that's not just uh, uh, the rich and famous. That's down to the everyday neighborhoods are destroyed because of, of this lifestyle of drink, uh, party, not irresponsibility, on and on and on. He said it, it leads to all of that. And this is what happens in our world today. The Bible says in verse six, he says, strong drink, give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish. She said, that's what it was for. Those that are in misery and ready to be taken out of their misery. They try to drown their sorrows away. He's that are ready to perish. Wine is those that are heavy hearts. And so they try to hide and suppress their hurts and their, their depression. And oftentimes we continue to pray for those that are addicted. <laughs> Addicted to uh, alcohol and drugs. They're trying to hide and suppress their hurt and their pains in life. And they try to do it in various ways. But we pray. We pray that God can bring deliverance. You can find deliverance in Jesus. And, and through that, he can lift all your cares, all your burdens, all your troubles. Give it over to Jesus. Tonight. Bible says, number seven, let him that drink and forget his poverty uh, and may remember his misery no more. So again, trying to drown away their sorrows. Number eight, he says, open thy mouth for the dumb and the cause of such are appointed to destruction. Number nine, he says, open thy mouth, judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and needy. So she, she's instructing her son. She says, son, you're going to be a good king. Be a good king. Instruct. Uh, be wise in your decisions. Look out for the poor. Run your kingdom well, son. Run your kingdom well. And you cannot do that. If you're not sound mind, if you're not sober minded, if you're not uh, in your right mind, state of mind, this is some good advice from his mom. Was he going to listen? Only God knows. But again, these are some of the things strong women, strong women continue to instill in young people. And, and we see in our world today, sadly, sadly, we're finding that again, uh, a lot, a lot of single parents, a lot of single mothers that are having to raise up men. Sadly, because the men have departed, the men are incarcerated, the men are gone, the men are too sorry to 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 take on the responsibility, and or the men is uh, again still out here in the world, uh, running around on the play the field, and she was trying to keep her son from playing the field, running around, and chasing the women, and never ever settling down. We continue to pray for our young men. I can pray for the men who are caught up in that lifestyle tonight, caught up to where uh, they don't never settle down and take on the responsibility of being a man. And so she was trying to tell her son, be a man, make wise choices, 
make wise decisions. Again, so number 10, the Bible says, who can find a virtuous woman? Who can find a virtuous woman? So again, even in that, uh, a, a virtuous woman, a woman of morale, high character, a woman of morality, a woman, uh, again, uh, that, that, that is val a woman of valor, if you please, a woman of dignity. And so, Again, in this world, he said, for she, for her price is far above rubies. Her price is far above rubies. You think about it, women of valor, women of dignity. And so we, we encourage our young people, our ladies, women, you are of, you are of great price. You are of great price. You are valuable. And don't let the enemy, don't let the world drag you down. Don't let the world treat you as dirt or as a, a, a female dog, if you please. You are not that. You are valuable. You are valuable. You are strong. You're, and you deserve better. You deserve better. And as you carry yourself, as you live your life to, to where you are, uh, women of valor, women of char high character, staying with you, uh, sit, sit up straight, and you can really, really carry yourself a strong mentality. Again, and women of, of power, really through through uh, strength, inner strength, inner strength, through, through knowledge and through the spirit of the Lord is where it really comes from. Women, godly women, holy women. There's nothing wrong. Holiness is still in style. We live in a world where, again, anything goes. Now, again, uh, back to we, we continue to refer back to Hollywood and all this, the crowd of the entertainment society, because that's what's in our face. And so our women, again, the way they carry themselves on and on and on uh, are being degraded as we go. But make that your prayer. Let me be a woman of valor, virtue. Right now, I have a a wife and three daughters, and, and, and our prayer is that they will be virtuous women, women of character, women of high standing, women that are respectable in the community, respectable amongst their peers, respectable, and you'll find them, again, all throughout whatever they try to do, that they will be this way. Uh, they far above rubies, vibrate, and every man, again, must be thankful for that good woman, that good woman, uh, again, and so that we have. And so we, we continue to endeavor to cherish and love them. If you have them, love them, amen, and care for them. They are far more than, better than rubies and gold. You can have all the money in the world. But again, at the end of the day, we lay down at night. You need that good one. Thank God for that good woman that you have in your home. The Bible says in number 11, he says, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that uh, he shall have no need of spoil. She is a, a, a wise woman. Years ago, again, she don't do it as often now. We said you have to get the newspaper on Sunday, the Sunday newspaper. Uh, make sure you get the Sunday newspaper. I think at times we used to have only the Sunday newspaper. And really, the main thing in the Sunday newspaper she wanted was the coupon to save a dollar, to save some money again, and to save and to keep keep to spread and make that dollar stretch and really to look out and do what she could to 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 keep things in order and to uh, uh, to to really just uh, be a a woman of uh, uh, to to we're gonna cover it in a minute, but a woman uh, that that will look out for the account, look out for various things to to make things go well. And so, the Bible says he trusts her. He trusts her. And she would not spoil. She's not a waster. She's not one that would uh, 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 spend up all the money, uh, get out in the mall all day long shopping and spending up on uh, building up the credit cards again. But uh, you think about this. <laughs> Spending more than what we have. And so naturally finding a way to where we have more month than we do money. Y'all you know what I'm talking about. So we, we want to make to where we have more money than month. How's that? At the end of the month, we still have. 
let's keep over it. The Bible says in verse 12, he says, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Uh, you heard that term about stand by your man, stand by your man. And as long as that man is treating her right, loving her, beating on her and carrying on, doing all these different things to where she would not want to leave that man, where she would not want to depart from him. He's treating her right, loving her. And man, it goes uh, two hands, two hands. Again, uh, men, you should never, ever put your hand on that woman. Amen. Never, ever be able to uh, do these things and treat her right. Love her. Uh, treat her as a daughter. Treat her as a mother. But so I don't like my mom, so I don't like women. Or I don't like my daughters. I don't care. Because, again, one day, one day, it should be an eye opener for all men, especially if you have daughters. I wouldn't want my daughters to be treated this way. I don't want my daughters to be treated this way. It would be our prayer. And so she would do him good and not evil in all her days. And you know what? Again, ladies, again, you, uh, if the man ain't doing right, just continue to do your part. You do your part. Love him. Pray for him. It's even scriptures in the Bible about how the, uh, for an unbelieving husband or unbelieving spouse, how that you continue to serve God, continue to pray, continue to seek the Lord's face. And God many times will do a work in that individual and do a work it may take time, it may take years, it may take a long time. It may not be easy along the way, but continue to show them Christ through you. Amen. The Bible says, number 13, she seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands, willingly with her hands, uh, uh, home, uh, taking care of things. And, and really, uh, when I first met my wife, man, she she wooed me in by, her, by, by the cooking. <laughs> That girl knew how to sew. I said, my God, this girl is a very talented girl. And then she learned all that just from her upbringing. She, 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 she learned these things. And, and I shared with you the other day about uh, dying, uh, pr dying, the grand praying grandmothers are dying. But even the grandmothers who knew how to cook, the grandmothers who knew how to uh, do things, no doubt, uh, domestic things, if you please, again, are dying off as well. We go order some pizza tonight. Amen. Instead of making the pizza, they gonna order it or whatever case may be. Now I know we, I get it. We all do it. But you know what? Just little things. Uh, again, uh, their favorite recipe, on and on and on, and really just little things to beautify the home. Various things that they do. Again, women are a gift to Adam. She was Eve was a gift to Adam. Amen. A blessing to Adam. Again, uh, how the Bible says, man should not dwell alone. In other words, it wasn't he wasn't meant to be alone, and so. God sent forth the woman to be by his side. And so uh, think about it. She worked willing with her hands, again, and does things to, to help a, a creative. They're creative. They're talented in various things. God gave and instilled in them that gift. And so we're thankful for that. She's like unto a, a, a merchant ship. She bringing her food from afar. Bible says 15, she rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. <laughs> and just even last night, it was getting late. And she was in there whipping up something real quick. Again, we had I had eaten all day well, since since lunch, and she went there whipped up something in the, at nighttime, right before bed. I was like, well, I might as well go and eat. I've been thinking about it how they again preparing is. Oftentimes they will be preparing for the next meal, and a lot of times just really, 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 uh, uh, uh just like I say, a blessing, a blessing to the home. A blessing to the home. The Bible says she considereth a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands, and she planted a vineyard. Again, so she was a, a doer, a worker, 
begin to really just uh, blessing in and out of the home, in and out of the home uh, again. And so we, uh, he began to show her, her, her power, her virtue, and the things that which she was able to do. Number 17, this goes on. She girded her loins with, with strength and strengthened her, her arms. Strong women, again, internally, internally strong. Uh, you women can really go through a lot. Being the fact that you can have a baby, the fact that you can go through birth pains, man, that's strength in itself. That is strength in itself. But think about it, the things that you would endure, the things you're willing to carry. And really, I can say shout out to you ladies, again, with children and various things. A lot of times you bear the brunt of the majority of the load. You carry the majority of the load in many households. And so the strength that God gives you, the strength that you have versus what men have is totally different. And you think about this, how God uh, structured you this way to be able to carry it, deal with the kids, raising the kids up, or whatever the case may be. You, again, we hats out to you ladies here. And the strength, God's blessed you with a special strength to be able to do these things. And so you continue to pray for strength as well. Pray for strength. Pray for strength along the way. You, a woman of prayer, God, give me the strength to get this task done. Give me the strength to continue on, to be strong in you. Number 18, he went on and says, she perceived that her merchandise is good and her candles go not out by night. She uh, layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands uh, hold the distaff. So again, just a, just a productive, productive, productive woman. Again, uh, you think about it, production and being able to accomplish tasks and goals and various things. She stretches out her hands to the poor. Yea, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. So a giver as well. A giver, a giver. You think about this, uh, women that are willing to give, and I, I share with you again, willing to even give off their own plate that the family could be fed, willing to give up and look out for the person down the street, willing to give up and worry about the neighbor, make sure the neighbor eats again when they have a shortcoming, looking out for the needy, someone in need, willing. No doubt it's a special gift uh, that God put it in women no doubt the bible says 21 she's not afraid of the snow for her household again for all her household are clothed with scarlet and that, that they're not afraid of snow uh, again it could be kind of questionable that nobody again a lot of times grow up here in new york or whatever case may be again despising snow but, but think about it but not afraid even in that do what you got to do do what you got to do in spite of doing what you have to do if it's if it's snow outside so be it we got to do what we got to do you know, that, that mentality of I have to do what I needs to be done. And so you think about it, her household is clothed scarlet, and the household is blessed, royal. Place, it's my palace. When you come home, it's your palace. Treat it like your castle. And every household, you know what, big or small, rich or poor, you know what, again, take pride in it. Uh, sometimes we, when we go out and invite uh, to church, we go into some of the rougher, rougher uh, houses, housing areas and some of those houses, men are decked out like mansions. So they take pride in, in the way things look. Take pride in it. Pride not they spent a whole lot of money. They ain't have expensive furniture, but it, 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 it's royalty to them. They take pride in it. And you know what? We should do it as well. Scarlet, scarlet is a, 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 a purplish type color, and it's, it's a symbol of royalty. You're a queen. You're a princess. Amen. And so naturally. We look at these things. Number 22, she's making herself covering of tapestry. Her, her, her clothing is silk and purple. So again, royalty, dignity. Ladies, young ladies, older ladies, whoever you may be, be women of dignity. 
Don't let no, no man pull you down. Women of dignity. And we pray that this generation, that we can get back to being women of dignity. I share with you really, men and women, taking pride in the way we carry ourselves and the way we look and the various things. You go back and look at them old black and whites. We just going into town. They will suit up sometimes or uh, uh, put on something nice just to go in town. Because they didn't want to look. They didn't want to. A lot of times they didn't want to look poor. Uh, again, you walk in the store, you want to carry, look halfway decent. Again, amongst your uh, neighbors and various things. Not to impress anybody, but you took pride in it. Sense of pride. Sense of pride in the way we carried ourselves. And so let's get back to that sense of pride. But now we come out in house shoes and uh, flip-flops and pajamas to, to the store. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Pajamas to the store, hair rollers, head scarves, <laughs> on and on and on. I'm going to leave it alone, but take your pride in how we look. Even sometimes it's just a quick run outside. You know what? And uh, again, let's take pride. Let's take, get back to dignity and pride. Again, because it's where you carry it. So back to what I say, you want the whistling to stop when you walk out the door? Men, men, men going to be men. Men are going to be vulgar. They're going to do whatever they can. But they, they can tell the difference. When you, when you when everything is hanging out and showing, oh, it's a whole big difference. They're going to talk to you any old kind of way. They're going to say what they need to say because that's the way you carry yourself. You carry yourself. Amen. So let's carry yourself as, as royalty. Dignity. Amen. The Bible says in 23, her husband is known in the gates uh, when she sitteth among the elders of the land. And so naturally, uh, um, really just the household engineer taking pride in the household making her husband proud as well not to shame not to sh bring shame to the house not to bring shame to the name of the family not to bring shame and that's, that goes both ways men and women again it's not really a, a, a knock but it's a really a uplifting a goal to set again in, in all of this and so really to bring back pride to the household, to the name, to the family name, to the residents. The Bible says in number 24, she, she maketh fine linen and selleth it. It delivereth and girdeth unto the merchants. And so even her hands, the things that she do. There's oftentimes my wife makes stuff. I say, man, you can sell this stuff. <laughs> uh, she's like I say, talented. You, all you ladies have get. I brag on mine a little bit. She knows how to draw. She knows how to cook. She knows how to do so much other things. And, and really, she can make money if she wanted to from her talents and skills. If you think about it, some of the things that she does, various things. But think about it. So, again, bringing value, uh, being of value. It's how valuable her hands are, her mind, her creativity, on and on and on. Tap into it. Tap into it. Use it, again, for a blessing nowadays. You can sell stuff online. You can do all types of stuff. Now it's even more. Then you got to go to the market. You just put it on the market <laughs> and it'll sell. Creativity things. Uh, I always think about inventions uh, and various things to make uh, because of, and you know, I can use this type of tool. I can use this type of whatever. You know what? And at the time, they already thought about it already. And somebody else has already beat us to it. Again, uh, I said, we need to copyright the thing. Oh, no, no. You think about these things, but. How it's valuable. It's valuable. It's valuable. And we look at all these different things. The Bible says in the market, in various places that we go, it is very, very valuable unto the Lord. Uh, let me give you a little bit more. Let me give you a little bit more. Did I, did I get lost here? No, it's still working. 
I thought we lost it on the video. Um, the Bible says in 26, I don't know, 25, excuse me, strength and honor her clothing, and she shall rejoice in the time to come. So again, strength, dignity, a strong woman, strong mentality. Ladies, be strong. Be strong mentally. And so he says, an honor in her clothing. So again, in the way you carry yourself, she said, rejoice in time to come. Number 26, he says, she openeth her mouth with wisdom. Her tongue is the law of kindness. Words are speech. Her speech and her words are powerful. Are powerful. Again, whether it's to the children or whether it's to in the community. Again, women of dignity. Women, again, to, uh, again, that her voice will be heard of strength. A voice of strength. The Bible says, and she looketh well to the ways of her household, eating up the bread of idleness. And so naturally, again, it's just built in you to do something. And we continue to say, uh, I don't mind is the devil's workshop. Y'all read it before? Uh, it's not in the Bible, but it's an old cliche. The, I, I don't mind is the devil's workshop. And so naturally, you, you're busy, whether it's uh, through, through labor or whether it's through uh, reading or whether it's through uh, being involved in something. Uh, you think about it. Idleness will destroy. Idleness will cause depression to set in. On and on and on. Idleness will cause uh, things, again, not to get done. And, and it causes problems in my own life. And on and on and on. And so she says she's not idle, but looking to help, looking to do, looking to uh, be a blessing in some form or fashion, looking to achieve, looking to do various things. Number 28 says her, her children arise and call her blessing. Her husband also, and he praises her, a woman of power, a woman of blessing. That's my woman. That's my wife, whatever the case may be. And so you look at this. And men, let that be your prayer. That's my wife, not my girl. That's my wife. Amen. You marry that girl. Marry that girl. Amen. And so her husband calls her blessing. Amen. And you know what? God, if he's not willing to call you wife, not wifey, willing to call you wife, and he keeps delaying and delaying and playing games, you got to cut him. Yeah. This old song called Cut That Zero. <laughs> Cut that zero, get with this hero. Again, back in the day. But you think about it. Uh, if he's not willing to make you his wife, it's time to cut him. It's time to go. Move on with your life. Again, because he will drag you and string you along and use and abuse you. Use you for your money. Use you for your body. Use you for everything you got. Playing the game while he's out down the street at the same time. You go off, you going to work. He's staying at home. That don't even make sense. The Bible says for her children raise them and call her blessed. Children love her. Her children care for them. They, they see it and then the kids will know. They will see and know and appreciate. Sometimes they may not see it when they're young and be unappreciative, unthankful. But a woman of strength, pray, pray through that. They may say things, various things, but you know what? Pray through that. Because deep down inside, your labor is not in vain. And naturally, her husband praises her and blesses her. Sometimes, again, men may not don't know how to express themselves. We as men don't know always don't know how to express ourselves. And we continue to pray, God, help me express it better, that I love you, or whatever the case may be, to show my affection. Well, I don't want to be seen as weak. You know what? Again, you better uh, love her. Let her know that you love her. Because if not, she's going to go look for somebody who will love her, somebody who will smile to her, talk nice to her. 
Again, if we're not careful, man. Amen. The Bible says in 29, daughters, my daughter, many daughters, excuse me, have, have done virtuously. He says, are done well. He says, but excel, but thou excelled them all. He said, because there's an inner strength, a godly woman, a woman of prayer, a woman that seeks the Lord. And all this is done through salvation, through Christianity, through Jesus Christ, through the Holy Ghost. He says, many, there are many virtuous women out there. He said, but thou excelled them all. Bible says, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. You think about favor, even in that. I shared with you before, you can live in the smallest of houses, one of the poorest neighborhoods. But you know what? Don't, he says, favor, don't, don't, let, don't let money and various things fool it either. Again, you, wherever you may dwell, wherever you may be, be that virtuous woman, be that woman of honor and dignity. The Bible says, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. The outward, and back to what we're talking about, the entertainment world that we live in. Uh, again, it's, it's portrayed as uh, beauty is a certain way. Beauty is this way. Uh, if you got the perfect nose, the perfect eyes, the perfect shape, on and on and on, the perfect hair, and, and all these different things that uh, the world has portrayed as beauty. He says, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. True, true beauty is beauty of holiness. The beauty of holiness to where, again, God is in your life. The spirit of the Lord is dwelling in you. The power of God is in you. To where, and when it's on the inside, it comes on the outside. It comes on the outside where the beauty of your life and the speech and there's something special. People know and say, hey, something different about her. You're a Christian. Yes, I am. Why? Because again, there's an inward beauty. Again, things can happen in life. Things happen in life. As you get older, uh, the body's going to change. The, the, the wrinkles are going to come. The hair's going to turn gray. On and on and on. Uh, again, uh, and we're going to grow a few more sizes, whatever case may be. Or may lose. Or whatever case, get sick. On and on and on. Life happens because it's old flesh. And that's why so many times uh, I mean, people are trying to preserve their beauty. They, they advertise plastic surgery and getting rid of wrinkles and all these different things. Why? Because they try to hold on to the exterior. But it really comes from the interior, the spirit of the Lord. And so the one, the woman that fears the Lord, man, what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. You could trust her. I know she's not out running the streets. I know she's not cheating on me. I know, again, I can trust her. I know she's praying for me. I know that, again, uh, she's a woman that will love the Lord, going to love my children, going to treat the family right, going to do what's right to the best of their ability. He says, uh, she shall be praised. God honors that. Queens, princes out there, serve the Lord. True dignity. Forget what Hollywood says. Forget what the entertainment says. Be women of virtue. If you want to pattern your lives after anyone, ladies, it's not the latest star, not the latest musician, not the latest... Uh, entertainer, not to even some of the politicians or whatever case may be, some of these things, they have their, their careers and all these different things. They have all of that. But seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. And wherever life takes you, whatever path, the choice that may, you may have, have God in it all. That's true beauty. That's true beauty when you have God on the inside. Amen. 31, the Bible says, I give her of the fruit of her hands. 
and let her works praise her in the gates. Her works will speak for herself. Her life will speak for herself. Amen. You can tell she's blessed. <laughs> she's blessed others. Everywhere she goes, people are affected and are blessed by her. A virtuous woman. Amen. And so uh, this, this, the mother of King Lemuel expressed to him, find your good wife. Find somebody who's stable, level-headed, that's going to make sound decisions. Level-headed is going to help you in your kingdom. It's going to help you. And, and, and make that your prayer along the way when you get married. Again, let me work with my husband. Let me help my husband. Let me help my husband succeed. And vice versa. You know what? Let us be the same way. And so he says, seek a woman that's going to, again, be a woman of virtue. A woman not of shame. Various things. And actually, we all have done shameful things in our lives. But it's back to the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what cleans it all up. And when one, you read about prostitutes in the Bible, but God cleaned them up. You read about women who were harlots, but God cleaned them up. And if you was to see them now, you would never ever know who they used to be or what they used to be because God cleans them up. God gives them beauty, interior beauty. Interior, again, where it begins to come on the outside, the beauty of holiness, holy women of God. Let that be your prayer. If you want to grow up and be anything, if you want to be anything in life, be a woman of God, a holy woman of virtue. Amen. God bless our prayer. We look forward to seeing. So that's Proverbs 31. Proverbs a day keeps the devil at bay. Amen. You want to keep the devil at bay, ladies? Be virtuous women. You can pray them devils away. Amen. And pray the way the demons in your home. Pray away the devils, no doubt, to try to creep up in your home. And the things they will raise up in a relationship, raise up in life. A virtuous woman will be able to overcome it. Amen. Through some of these principles here. God bless our prayer. We'll see you soon.